Hi, welcome to the Soul Evolution Center show on Block Talk Radio. I also share this episode on YouTube videos on my Soul Evolution Center channel show. Uh, the Soul Evolution Center show is a show where I share various spiritual and metaphysical topics. I like to say it's where different dimensions intersect because I talk a lot about multidimensionality and uh, light beings that I channel messages from. So I am a channeler of light beings. Uh, my name is Katie Simone, and I had a spiritual awakening in 2009. And from that, I realized I could hear information telepathically at times from certain beings that exist in other dimensions, not on the earthly plane. And so I've shared their messages here on the show that can be used as meditations. I've also shared it on my blog. And I also recently written a book called Aristotle's Teachings for the New Age, a series of channelings, where Aristotle, the famous philosopher and spirit, came to me telepathically and gave me information um, that I recorded on my computer um, that, I re that I received as he said it. And I compiled his messages um, into an ebook. And that's a free ebook for you to download. Please see my uh, website, soulevolutioncenter.com, for that link, and you can have that free download. Um, I also founded Soul Evolution Center in South Florida. Its mission is to evolve into your best life, where I hold classes, certifications. I also hold classes and certifications online and through the computer um, to, help, to help you evolve into your best life. Today's show, I'm going to talk about my, my out-of-body experiences, since some of my recent out-of-bodies have been very extraordinary. Since 2009, my spiritual awakening, I developed a, a lucid dreaming sense, and my dream time changed dramatically. Uh, what I want to say is I don't believe that our dream time is just dreams. I believe our dreams are very extraordinary. And many of our dreams are times where we interact uh, with levels of ourself and people that we know and other beings and other dimensions. Right now we're existing in the third dimension, the earthly dimension. But because we are so complex and we are multidimensional beings, we exist on many other dimensions concurrently. We have parallel lives. And I have seen and experienced this myself firsthand in my dream state. I experience most of my out-of-body experiences during my altered state of consciousness in my dream state. And I know that some people will, will feel and believe that it is just a dream, but I know personally uh, that these dreams are extraordinary. Once you start having out-of-body experiences, you recognize immediately this is a non-ordinary dream. And so what I've been doing is chronicling some of my more prominent out-of-body experiences here on the Soul Evolution Center show on YouTube and also on Black Talk Radio. I hope that in sharing my experiences, I can help others if they are experiencing such phenomena 
and to help them understand and navigate and flow through their out-of-body experiences so they are not in fear so that so that people feel they are more adept at handling it maybe you will remember some of the, the tips and techniques I've shared um, so that you are more knowledgeable when you have these experiences in your altered state of consciousness like your dream state uh, and so please refer to the earlier episodes of the Soul Evolution Center show where, where I share some of my earlier out-of-body experiences. I differentiate my out-of-body experiences in two ways. Uh, I, I, when, I go when I go through the portal or when I don't go through the portal. And I describe the portal as the wormhole. And the wormhole you can consider as a... Uh, an experience that you may have heard on, on sci-fi movies where it appears to be a tunnel or a space that you're traveling through um, to get from one dimension to another. And let me say, when I, when I talk about dimensions, these dimensions that I uh, visit, that my spirit has decided uh, to go to and have these, uh, these, the, these fun adventures, they're many times very similar to Earth, but not 100%, believe me. They're still human beings, but the law of physics and gravity may not apply. And you may uh, sense and experience extraordinary phenomena. You may see uh, new types of plant life, animal life, new types of technology, new types of cars, uh, exercise equipment. And I've seen all that. I've even seen uh, personal transport vehicles. Uh, that are more modern and space age. And so it is very similar to Earth, but, but really not exactly the same. And so when you have an out-of-body, you need to be open-minded. You need to be aware that things are, are not exactly going to map as they are on the earthly plane. So you need to be adaptable and flexible. And I've been learning since 2009, since I've started having these experiences, since my awakening, uh, to become more proficient and to learn to navigate better through these out-of-bodies. And believe me, it's been a process of trial and error for me, and it has not been easy. There is not m much published information out there, and that's why I am willing to serve in this manner to share my adventures and my out-of-body experiences. And though I, I sense there is a certain percentage of people that may poo-poo what I share and, and think that it's pure fantasy and imagination. I myself know on a soul level that it is indeed more than that, that it is a reflection of my multidimensionality. When you realize you're a multidimensional being, that you exist on many, many, many levels, that you have concurrent lives, parallel lives, you begin to look at your earthly life differently. You don't take it as seriously. It is just one of many. And I don't want to belittle our earthly existence. Of course not. It is very important. And our lives in it and our personal interactions and the quality of these interactions are very important and not to be discounted. However, it just gives you a broader sense of the entire universes and how everything is working together. And I know now from personal experience, from my out-of-bodies, or you can say my dreams, I have experienced this. I have been in other uh, dimensions where I've had other names, where I have had other parents, other spouses, 
uh, other children. And that has been shown to me more than one time. And in fact, I have been shown even my physical appearance has changed. And it's usually done through a mirror or reflection. And I do not look exactly, I do not look at all like I do on the earthly plane as I look right now as I explain this to you. So it's been very humbling, but very enhancing at the same time. I hope by sharing this, I, I hope to broaden your consciousness and your understanding and realization as to the possibility of such things, that our lives here on earth are one of many, incurring uh, uh, that includes past and present as well, and future. So having said that, let me go into this Ada body that I had on November 11th, 2015. And I, uh, as I shared earlier, many of my Ada bodies occur in my altered state of consciousness during my sleep state, usually at nighttime in the early morning hours. It's very important for the human system to be relaxed and for your consciousness to relax so that it could exit if you are in fear, if you are constrained or constricted, you will not be able to have a lucid out of body. By, the, by lucid, what I mean is you will not be able to recall the details. There are different levels of lucidity. And I have experienced much of the spectrum. Lucidity can range from remembering the details to Remembering the details and being totally in control of your actions and thoughts in the other dimensional reality. <clears throat> okay, so let me go into this uh, out of body that was extraordinary on November 11th, 2015. And let me just give you some background that I feel is relevant for this state. 1111 uh, is a very high vibrational uh, date in terms of numerology. And on November 11th, 2015, that was also when the moon uh, was in Scorpio and it was in the new moon stage. I share this because I feel that was an influence as to why I had this specific out of body. I feel that it was the moon stage, also uh, um, the, the astrological sign that the moon was in at that time, Scorpio, and also the actual day that occurred, 11-11. 11 is a master number. It's a number for transcendence, uh, for creativity, for manifestation. Having prefaced this out of body in that manner, I'll go ahead and explain what happened. I, I have found uh, my, my out of bodies have, have transitioned. Uh, I know some people that have lucid out of bodies feel that lift off where they feel their consciousness lift from their physical body during their sleep state. I have, I have felt that in the, a few times in, from 2010 to 2014. But in 2015, in the latter part of 2014 as well, my auto body had changed, has changed. The platform of takeoff had changed. Instead of experiencing it where I feel I uh, lift out of my body, uh, my auto body started uh, occurring from a dream state. So you can say it was a dream within a dream. And honestly, I don't regret this. It's, it's all a natural part of the order. I'm sure it's based on my own developing a spirituality and such. 
And so I accept that. I don't have regret that I'm not experiencing the actual lift out of my body and that I'm not floating above my body and seeing my body laying in the bed, even though I know that is a common experience for people that experience that have out of bodies. Having said that, nevertheless, my experiences are still valid and I share that with you so that if you are having such experiences, you know they are valid as well. You don't necessarily need to feel that, uh, that lift out of your physical body and then you float above your physical body, above your bed and you turn around and you look and you see yourself in your sleep state. To be honest with you, I, I have not had that type of experience myself. And everyone is unique, so we all experience out-of-bodies in a unique way. I share my out-of-bodies uh, and my unique experiences just in case there's some relevancy to your own experiences that you're having now or that you may experience in the future. Because as you develop your, your spirituality, as you expand your consciousness, you may experience such phenomena and hopefully what I share today will help you better navigate yourself. So in this out-of-body, I became lucid. And I just define lucid as I became conscious. You know, our sleep state is a very important uh, state. Our, the human body needs to rest and replenish. So some of our nighttime uh, is spent in that biological repair, replenish it, replenishment, and resetting. But then there's also that part of our, our uh, sleep state where we actually have our adventures. And everyone has out-of-bodies. It is just that some of us are not aware. Maybe I should say many of us are not aware and not lucid. Many people do not remember their, uh, their dreams when they upon wake, waking, or they only remember snippets of their dream. To be honest with you, I don't remember all my dreams. But there is usually one segment or sequence that I can remember clearly. And sometimes I remember up to seven sequences upon waking. It always seems upon waking I always remember uh, some de important details about my dreams or out-of-bodies. So in this out-of-body on November 11th, a significant uh, date, date uh, uh, event, I became lucid. And I was laying in a bed, and this is very common, where you're laying in a bed, and it could be a bed that's familiar. It could be your bedroom that you always sleep in, or it could be a bedroom from your childhood or from your teenage home, and that ha happens to me commonly. It's a place of security. But in this instance, I don't remember exactly the setting, but I do remember I was laying in a bed, and I was looking in front of me, and I was, um, I was attempting to go to sleep in, in this dream. And I was attempting to relax and facilitate an out-of-body. So you can say it was a dream within a dream. Where in the dream, I was attempting to go to sleep and look through my third eye. I have, I have a technique that I have shared many times on, blog, on Soul Evolution Center show on Blog Talk Radio uh, that has worked well for me and consistently. And I espouse this technique, but it may not necessarily work for you. But what I do is with my eyes closed, I look through that space in my third eye, which is the space between your eyebrow. And when I notice, uh, when I notice that landscape changing, 
I may I may see colors coming in, textures, geometric patterns. That's always a sign to me that I'm about to experience an out-of-body. Your third eye chakra, that energy center between your, your uh, eyes, is a portal. It's a portal, an interdimensional portal. It's a gateway. It's also... Uh, how you access your intuition and your clairvoyance. And it has been known for many, many years and has been known in, uh, for ancient civilizations as well. You might have seen that special uh, symbol, the eye of Horus with that one big eye, and that represents the third eye right here. And so that's a technique that I use where, where with my eyes closed, I look into the landscape, to the space between my eyebrows. And when I notice changes in that space, uh, I, uh, I know that I am on the precipice of experiencing an out-of-body. Even when I meditate during the day, I am looking with my eyes closed in my third eye space. And I'm connecting to that. And I'm aware of that. I am observing that. I'm noticing any changes in that space. And so in this dream, I was attempting to sleep and looking through my third eye with my eyes closed. And, uh, and to be honest with you, I lost a little lucidity. That is common in auto bodies. If this happens to you, don't be hard on yourself. Sometimes you have different levels of lucidity in one auto body experience. Accept that, honor that, and know that's the way it works. And so what happened, that I remember looking through my third eye with my eyes closed. And then I don't remember exactly if I saw this in my third eye or I opened my eyes in the dream and I saw it on the wall next to me. I saw an opening appear. And the last out of body that I shared on November 3rd here on this show, I talked about seeing a spherical opening in my third eye. But this time, this opening was in the shape of a heart. It was a small heart, about the size of a baseball. So if it wasn't my third eye, it didn't take up my whole third eye space, okay? You could, again, it was on the bottom one third of my third eye, just like that spherical opening was in my outer body on November 3rd. So I'm just noting the consistencies and regularities I do want to chronicle my experiences uh, um, so that I learn, and uh, also as a type of scientific observation. So I'm comparing it to my earlier out-of-body of November 3rd that I shared here on the show. And so instead of a spherical opening, it was a heart-shaped opening. And to be honest with you, this is the first time that I went through the portal uh, where it was heart-shaped. And so this is a new, uh, a new type of portal. And so what I did is, as soon as I saw that opening and I saw that it was shaped uh, like a heart, I immediately project myself through that opening. That is a technique that I use, and I would advise you to try that. Um, if you are in your dream state and you become lucid and you're looking through your third eye and you see some sort of opening appear in your third eye space, to, uh, to project yourself forward with your intention and your imagination. It's almost like you're just pushing yourself forward through that, into that space. And I have used that many times with much success, and that's why I share that as a technique with you. So I push myself uh, through that space. <clears throat> 
that heart shapes space. And again, I am, I am really sleeping in my uh, apartment, but I'm in my dream state. And so what happened was when I pushed myself through that space, I didn't experience a bounce back. On the November 3rd, uh, 2015 experience, I shared where I, I, I actually encountered a bounce back where I thought I would not be allowed access and I couldn't, it felt like I couldn't penetrate. But here I had access, complete access. And so I, I projected myself forward and then I felt that I was going through the wall of my bedroom on the couch that I was laying on. And actually, in reality, I had fallen asleep on the couch prior to this out of body. And so I was on the couch. And so when I went through this uh, opening, I felt like I was still laying on the couch and the couch had gone with me. And this is slightly unusual. Usually uh, the bed that I'm in does not travel with me through the dimensional space, but this time it did. I'm bringing that up so that if you have this experience, know that that's in the realm of possibilities. And so, what I did is I went through the wall of my apartment in my on the couch, and that's a very common exit technique as well. When you feel yourself going through a wall of your house or your apartment or a window, and what usually happens is as soon as you go through that wall, as soon as you exit the wall, you are immediately put into the portal. You go into another dimensional space, and it's usually what I would call the hallway, the travel space, or as I've heard telepathically being referred to, the interdimensional corridor. And so I went through the wall, still on the couch, and as soon as I went through the, the wall, my couch had turned into a giant bed. And I could see the sheets in front of me, and they were all kind of messy and trussed up. And I even had the thought, this is very unusual. Usually I don't travel with a bed. And so this was a slightly unusual out-of-body travel for me. And then, so you can say that it felt like bed knobs and broomsticks. If you're familiar with that fantasy story, it was like that, that I was traveling um, on the bed through space. And then I looked up and I was having the most amazing uh, observations. And I was much in awe and wonder. The best way to describe it was wonderment. As I looked up, traveling through space, I saw stars approaching me. So I felt like I was in outer space. And it was a very beautiful experience. It was so exciting. And then I saw a comet approach me. It was a, a flaming orange comet and it had a tail. And it was perhaps uh, you know 20 feet in front of me up in the air but it was still so exciting to see this comet just blaze its course in front of me and then I saw and I'm still traveling now I'm still traveling at a good speed on my bed and then I saw a series of perhaps three to five planets and they were all just next to each other it was almost like a cartoon and again, I was in such amazement. I could not believe I was, was seeing this and experiencing this first, firsthand. I felt like I was traveling through a hologram. I didn't have that thought when I was traveling, but it was so realistic. I honestly thought I was in outer space. 
And then um, from the outer space, from the stars that I was traveling through, this huge horoscope wheel appeared. I don't know if any of you had your astrology charts run, your birth charts run, but in astrology, there's a very unique astrology wheel, your horoscope wheel. And that's what appeared. It started from the background and then started approaching toward me. And then as it approached toward me, it didn't come very close to me, perhaps 20 feet away. It just, then, it, then it spun like a coin would spin if you uh, flipped a coin. And then it, then it receded. And I was just so amazed. I could not believe I saw this gigantic horoscope. I was having the time of my life, believe me. And so then um, what happened was I got, this is the term that I've heard telepathically to use, uh, ejected. Ejected is the term. I got ejected into a dimension. Uh, I was using the term deposited. But then I heard telepathically, eject, eject. So I was ejected into a dimensional rea another dimensional reality. And the term ejected is, is actually very accurate. It implies a certain amount of force and then uh, like a stoppage. I got ejected into uh, a dimensional reality. And by that, by that I mean is I was in a foreign place that I did not know. But it was like Earth. There were human beings there, uh, buildings, and it was nighttime, and I and I was in a cityscape, and everything seemed to be, uh, you know, similar to Earth, but I but it was just strange. It was not any any place familiar to me, but at least there were buildings and people, and again I felt I was traveling, and let me just say I had the feeling that I was traveling in a chariot. That was immediately. The, the sense that I had, even in, the, in this out-of-body, I was in a chariot. But upon reflection of this out-of-body, uh, upon waking up, I heard the term slay. So even though I felt like I was in a chariot, what was delivered to me telepathically later was the term slay. And let me just say it would be like an Alaskan slay, uh, where the Alaskan husky dogs pull the uh, sleigh through the snow and the tundra um, and a person would sit in the sleigh and there's usually a sleigh driver directly behind a passenger. Um, and that's exactly how it was. I was the singular person in the sleigh and there was someone behind me driving and navigating the sleigh, but there was no Alaskan dogs. And I knew that there was someone that was navigating the sleigh behind me. And um, so I started uh, talking, start talking to this person. And this is another commonality in out-of-body experiences that I want to bring to your attention um, in case you have um, such similar experiences. Many times I have what I call a transporter or someone that's taking me through the dimension. So this, uh, sometimes I call it an escort. So you can say I had a transporter, um, and he was the one running the sleigh. And I, as, as we were going through the city, people were out and about, milling about. It would seem like a busy, busy area. And I heard a voice behind me, which was my transporter, who was in charge of the sleigh, 
um, he, he was making some commentary to me about the city and the cityscape. And that's very unusual. Usually when I have a transporter, they're a person of very few words. And I have found that frustrating in the past because I had difficulty gleaming information from them, though I asked. But this one was willing to share some information on, on, on their own, which I was so appreciative of. So he, says, he said to me, that the uh, vill that the uh, that the city had burned in that section of town, and that they were rebuilding it, and so the city had experienced some trauma, of course. And then he said, then he said to me, "Do you see over there? The church is helping the people." And I have to be honest with you. There's so there was so much going on. I'm looking at the cityscape, the people. There's so much activity. I didn't know exactly what he was referring to. And then he repeated it twice. And he said, do you see over there? That's where the church is helping the people. And so then I looked over to my left side and about you know 50 feet away, I saw a counter that was well lit and there's people in a line. It looked like perhaps like a, uh, maybe like a soup kitchen where um, the charitable service was doling out um, goods or goods as such and, and it was kind of lit up and, and um, highlighted um, the rest of the scene around it was more subdued and dim and so I saw what he meant and so we we, we just kept traveling in this uh, sleigh me sitting in the front him behind me and I had another amazing encounter where as we were traveling through the city we approached these two giant males let me say they're about 35 feet high and they were uh, one was walking on the left side and one was walking on the right side of the street and let me say they had tunics on or let's say Scottish Scottish kilts or something like that or they had some type of skirts on and their faces looked very let me, like crude, uh, not uh, refined. Uh, you know, it's almost like the giants that you see in cartoons. It was just like that where they had a big nose, it was very basic. And, and, and when I was in the sleigh, I just traveled right between the two giants. And they didn't look at me, but I was amazed because they were very tall. And you know, in esoteric studies, uh, if you study theosophy, um, in some of their, their, their history books, they talk about how there used to be a race of giants that lived on the planet Earth. I don't know too much more than that. I'm not an uh, esoteric student, but I know a little bit. And so I just share that with you as background. They're another race, another breed of like um, ancient, ancient man. And so as we traveled through them, I was so amazed to see this, this extra, these extraordinary beings. And so I said to my escort, can they see me? Because I thought perhaps we're invisible. I don't know what these beings are seeing because they really didn't glance at me. And my escort or my transporter said, of course they can see you. And then I realized uh, my transporter had a little like Roman tunic on himself. And he reminded me of someone from Roman days, from ancient Roman days. And then in the next scene, uh, 
I looked above me and there is this huge, huge being, a huge, huge Roman man, you know, the typical uh, ancient Roman man with a, a mustache and beard, almost maybe like Hercules would look like. And, and he had a little tunic that was uh, off to one shoulder and it was flowing and it was short and he was above me. He must've been 50 feet tall and he had a huge sword in his hands and he made a motion where he was going to bring the sword down right above me, like almost to like stab me. But to be honest with you, I had no fear. I was still so amazed as to what I was experiencing. I, I couldn't believe it. And so I had no fear. And I just knew in these dreams that I really don't get hurt in these out of bodies. That's just a human-based uh, mechanism to feel a fear. So I wasn't afraid of, at all. And so he made this um, movement as if to stab me with his giant sword. He was huge. And then in the next second, I looked up in the air, and it was just a sword, a beautiful, well-cut like handmaid's forged sword. And it was in the sky above me. And again, it was huge. It could have been 20 feet, 30 feet long. And it was coming out of the, the sky, out of the nighttime sky, out of the stars, toward me, again, as if to hurt me. But again, I wasn't afraid. And so what I said to my escort was, I am no longer going to have any fear. From now on, I'm going to have courage. And to be honest with you, I don't know why I said that, I just said that, and looking back at it, on November 11th, um, when, the, when the new moon was in Scorpio, and having done a little bit of research on that, I learned that the new moon in Scorpio represents um, new change, manifestation, releasing of the old, new beginnings, and so on some level, I must have known that and verbalized that in this dream where I said, I will no longer have fear. And I will only go forth with courage. And even when I said it, I, in the, t the moment that I said it, I was surprised at myself. And so um, that, was, that was such an amazing out-of-body. And um, to have those visions, those holographic experiences. And when I woke up, I was just so amazed and so appreciative and full of gratitude for what I just experienced. I thanked uh, my higher self, my guides, my angels, in allowing me to have that experience. And then I, I kept hearing the word pictorial, pictorial. And I, would, and I said back to the beings or whoever sent me that telepathic word, pictorial, I said, I feel it's more of a hologram, that I travel through a holographic part of the universe, a holographic dimension. And but but the word used upon waking was the word pictorial, <clears throat> and so when I have such extraordinary out of bodies where you feel like you're in out of space and you're uh, viewing uh, unusual beings like these giants and a giant Roman, I mean, the words cannot describe it. The best word would be wonderment, but that amplified and multiplied a few times. So I was very thankful when I woke up from that out of body and knew and recognized it as an extraordinary experience. And telepathically upon waking up while still in bed, I heard, thank, thank. 
And I said, I already think I already thanked my angels and my my higher self and my guides, but I will thank you again because it was such a unique experience. And so I share this experience for you to know that in these out of bodies, uh, to keep an open mind, and that you may have such extraordinary experiences and interact or view or observe unusual beings like these giants. And uh, it is important for you to stay calm and stable and know that the, the realm that you are in is, is different than the earthly realm and there's a different rule set, um, different goings on, and it's important to be able to maneuver or at least keep your calm dur during these um, experiences. Uh, so then what happened is on November 12th, the day following, I had another extraordinary out-of-body, and I could not believe this because just uh, the week before, beginning of November, I was stating on Blog Talk Radio on the Soul Evolution Center show that I w was having minimal out-of-bodies and really haven't had many going through the portal experiences or going through the wormhole. Then all of a sudden, um, things got amped up for me. So I feel that like starting from the third day of November 2015 um, to about mid-November, the current time frame, that things have changed and that the earth has accelerated. And there's new energies. I've, I'm just feeling that and sensing that. And it's, and it's been showing up in my out-of-bodies and the type of out-of-bodies I had. And so uh, on the November 12th out-of-body, the day following, I had another extraordinary experience, which I'll explain in another uh, segment. However, it was unusual because on the day following, in that out of body, the in the dimension that I was visiting, in the dimension that I was in, the beings or the human beings actually referred to my out of body the night before. It's like they knew what I was doing. So. Be aware of that, that there might be this all-knowingness or this consistency. It's very uh, odd, and I don't quite understand it, but hopefully in time I will have more information and pieces together. And know that, as I shared in earlier episodes, that uh, it is my spirit that determines the locations and destinations for these Ada bodies. And I know that because I've heard it telepathically. Prior to hearing it telepathically, I was often confused and wondering, what, why am I going to these places? For what reason? And then, um, then I heard telepathically more than one time that it was my spirit. My spirit has a GPS and determines the coordinates as to where I go during my sleep state and to what I remember. And it is always for my self-development and growth and learning. And so I've learned to accept that. And so when I'm in these out of bodies and they appear to be traumatic or I have fearful experiences, upon waking up, I always reassure myself that it was for my learning and for my growth and to uh, glean lessons from that. Well, I hope this was helpful to you and, and hearing one perspective about, about a certain type of auto body. 
where it can happen from a dream state um, where you can see an opening in your third eye and you may have a transporter or escort uh, uh, upon uh, ejection in the dimension as a sort of guide. And as I explained, this guy did, did talk to me a little bit, uh, but most of the times the uh, escorts or transporters don't. There are people of very few words. And how also in out-of-body experiences you may view extraordinary visual phenomena that could be esoteric or historical. And in this instance that I described, I saw that horoscope wheel, I saw that giant Roman and the two giants. And so I just sense that on some levels, these type of beings do exist. And I just want to provide some additional detail on that giant Roman that I saw with the sword. I felt that he was a constellation figure. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not a big astronomer, I'm not a big astronomer, I'm not an astronomer at all. I follow astrology a little bit. I'm very uh, newbie at it. But you know how some of the constellations are have um, Greek or Roman basis um, and they have that type of symbology? Well, that's what I felt about this giant Roman uh, with the sword in his hand. <clears throat> anyway, um, it is, it is wonderful and amazing to have such experiences. And I know there's a spectrum of experiences, sometimes a slow vibrational out-of-body experiences. And I have shared, shared one or two um, on Soul Loops and Central Show to show you the spectrum. Uh, but nevertheless, as each one of us grows and spiritually matures, more and more people are going to become lucid dreamers and uh, remember their dreams. And so I, I uh, keep hearing telepathically that I'm an early riser, that um, I am one of, of a few people on the earth, I don't know the numbers, where we have such experiences. And it's very important for us to share our experiences to help those behind us so that they can um, be comfortable and, and feel safer during their own experiences. I would love to hear your experiences. Uh, if you have any, please comment on this episode and share. I'd love to read them. Or if you have any tools or tips or techniques. Uh, okay, till the next time, I look forward to our next con uh, connection. Namaste.